0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report for Thursday the 16th of March. My name is Henry Jennings and as usual with all the information contained in this report it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this report. All right, let's kick off the day with the scores on the doors and another day when the scores on the doors weren't particularly great. We did see the ASX200 falling 103.4 points, 1.46%, 69, 65.5. It seems only a month or so ago we were banging on the door. We were about 70-odd points away from the all-time high. And I, for one, was scratching my head, wondering why we were up at the near all-time high. And here we are at 69.65 and a half. We opened at 7,020.1. We had a high of 7,026.7 and a low of 69.11.1. But it was spy expiry today and also it is option expiry as well. So uh, that does uh, tend to boost the volumes in the market and also means that the open is a little bit more volatile than is normal because it takes a little while to run through the system. But uh, in the end of the day, it did try and rally. We did have U.S. futures up. We have a Credit Suisse liquidity package from the Central Bank in Switzerland. So there is some, some promise out there. European markets also pointing to a good, solid open, around 1.5% higher for the European markets. Anyway, back to our market. We had uh, two big sectors today really under some pressure. The banking sector, obviously, with the exception of CBA, which is only down 0.1% of a percent. ANZ, though, down 2.5%. Westpac down 2.1%. NAB down one7 The big bank basket falling to $167.03, down 1%. We also saw Macquarie down 1.7% there as well. Not good news there. And we had insurers under a little pressure, QBE, three little ducks, 222 2.22%. IAG down 1.9%. Medibank Private unchanged. But in the money managers, it was a bit of a nasty story today. Magellan down another 6.3%. Challenger down 42 AMP down 3%. Another big loser, Credit Corp down 6.3% today. So, not a lot of fun and games, well, lots of games going on there, but certainly not a lot of fun going on there. When we look at the industrials, though, it wasn't too bad. In fact, the healthcare stocks are very much defensive. We're actually up. CSL doing well, up 1.8%. Cochlear up 1.5%. Razmed up 1.2%. Ramsey up 0.4%. Staples 2 in up 0.7%. Coles up 1.3%. Transurban up 0.2. So there was some green around today. The REITs generally were a little bit easier, but nothing very dramatic. Industrials again a little bit easier, but nothing very dramatic. But it was resources, especially BHP, down at nearly 5%, 4.8% easier today. Obviously commodity prices not helping, general market sentiment not helping, but also the UK class action has now turned into the biggest class action ever. I think it was £36 billion is the class action. That is what they're asking for in compensation for the Samarco Tailings Dam disaster. Rio down 4%. Uh, We had uh, Fortescue down 3.2% today. So nothing very nice in the iron ore space, nothing very nice in the lithium space either. Mineral Resources fell 2.5%. Linus, rare earths, down 2.3%. Town though, bucking the trend, roaring the king of the jungle, 4.5% higher. Uh, and we did see, though, Alchem down 1.4%, IGO down 2.7%. South 32 went south in a big hurry, down 4.8% today. So not good news there. The gold sector was better. Aussie Gold is flying, Newcrest up 04 Northern Star up 05 so uh, not a bad effort from them. Oil and Gas though, very much in the doldrums, Woodside down 5.4%, Santos falling 4.9%, the Coal Stocks under pressure, Whitehaven down 5%, Paladin in the uranium sector. So much for those rumours the other day that the Japanese might be interested in buying this one. Well, they were 6.5% cheaper today. If they have got any interest, well, they can dust off the slide rule and uh, run it over this one, Paladin. So not such good news there. Tech sector was easier as well. The Alltech index down 1.2%. We had uh, Wise Tech Global down only 04 But CPU copying it again. Down 7% today. In corporate news, Pushpay saw their bid raised for that one. That scheme of arrangement there for Pushpay is up 14.2%. IPH took a bit of a tumble today. Bit of a cyber attack there. 10.6% down. DeGray doing well on a Brolga update there. 2.5% higher. And Telex... TLX up 2.7% on an FDA extension. We did get the jobs numbers out today on the economic front. 3.5% the headline rate. 64,500 new jobs created in February. Going to give our friend Mr. Lowe a bit of a headache with that one. Asian markets spooked by Credit Suisse today. We did see easing across the board in Asia. Japan down 1.1%, Hong Kong down one5 China down 06 at the lunchtime break. Amazingly they do have a lunchtime break. 10-year yields falling today to 3.34%. Looking at the headline winners today, the winners are Grenners Pushpay 14.2% higher PPH the code there. Liontown roaring ahead, LTR up 4.5. Neuron Pharmaceutical up again. 4.4%. At least that's slowed down, but it's still heading higher. AIA Auckland International up 2.8% on the back of monthly numbers. Telex had an FDA extension. TLX up 2.7%. Gold Road G O R up 2.6%. And Lend Lease managing to nuzzle themselves into the leaders there. 2.6% higher for Lend Lease. In the naughty corner today, very much in the naughty corner. H-T-A, which is Hutchinson Telecom, 440,000 shares traded, 4.8 cents, but it still was the worst, down 15.8%. IPH, though, was the worst on any volume. cyber attack there, causing a 10.6% decline. Renesco down 9.5%. RWH, which is a mining services company, down 8.2%. Boss Energy down 7.2%. Fletcher Building down 7.4%. FBU, Satire, looks like luxury is a bit out at the moment, 7.2%. Maybe the Swiss are big buyers of luxury items. Uh, Coronado down 7.1% CRN. And Bowen Coal down 7%. Not good news for the coal sector today. Positive sectors today, and amazingly, there were some. In fact, there were more than some. There were a few. Healthcare, gold miners, staples also. Doing relatively well today. West Farmers down 0.1%, but Coles was up 1.3%. So a a tickle higher there for some of those staples. Negative sectors, iron ore very much on the nose. BHP setting the tone with that court case in London. Also falls in other commodities as well. We had lithium down, but not out. Pilbara uh, were off nearly 3% today again. Oil and gas. Woodside down 5.4%. And Coal and Banks eased. We had the Big Bank Basket down to 167.03, which down around 1%. Alltech Index down 1.2%. Thought it would have been more than that given CPU fell 7%. But there you go. That's the way that index is calculated. Gold rallying hard again. 2887 in Aussie dollar terms. Will it go through 2900? Bitcoin back to 24,373 US dollars, a fun token, and the Aussie dollar lower at sixty-seven. Uh, six, sorry, 66.27, 10-year yields lower at 3.34. Dow futures currently, well, last I looked when they flashed across my screen, as they're about to flash across my screen in a minute, We're up 118, now only 97 points up. NASDAQ futures also positive. NASDAQ was actually positive last night, despite the falls in US markets, especially in the European banks, which are set to recover, I would imagine, today. We have NASDAQ futures up 55. Major movers and shakers today, well, push pay. uh, That was up 14.2%, the increased offer to $1.42 in New Zealand dollars. And we had Capricorn Metals doing well on a broker report. Three Little Ducks, 2.22%. And um, FSF also today in the news. That is Fonterra. Uh, they were up nearly 10% today on the back of a guidance update. EGG also doing well today. That's Enero Group up 5.4%. On the losers, though, Iron EAR down another 5%. 360, Life 360, Randy Zuckerberg has bought a small amount of shares. She, of course, is a Mark Zuckerberg relative. NTU had a bad day today. Uh, That one is Northern Minerals. Uh, They were down 17.5% on the back of their half-yearly accounts. PMT, which is Patriot Battery Metals, uh, were down 14.75% on a complicated deal in Canada whereby they issue... uh, Canadian institutions with shares well above the market, but it's a it's a very complicated tax structure they have in Canada. I think deciphering it, because I'm not a Canadian tax expert, it meant the stock was placed at $1.20. It closed at 18 and a half today, 14.8% down. Rhythm, well, there's certainly no method to this one. Uh, rhythm was down today. Uh, They fell uh, 12.96%, 47 cents. The close, not so good there for Rhythm, which has had a little bit of disappointment recently on some of their drug trials. Speculative stock of the day today was a stock called DYM. Dynamic Metals, a dynamic day for them. They're up 25%, closing 17.5 cents. They opened at 17. They had a high of 23 and a low of 17, having closed last night at 14 cents. They had some thick, high-grade nickel intercepts in first drill holes at DFS. In company news today, uh, Kelsian KLS is to acquire All Aboard America, holdings for an enterprise value of 325 million U.S., defunded by selling $281 million worth of equity and tapping some of their debt facilities. Fonterra Shareholders Fund, FSF, reported a net profit of $546 million New Zealand dollars for the six months to December 31, up 50% year-on-year, year, lifted its guidance as well. BHP will defend a class action in the UK over its alleged failures in the Samarco Dam collapse. And DeGray Mining has reported positive results from extension drilling at Brolga. IPH detected unauthorised access to a portion of its IT environment. And now all their customer data is out and about in the field. ProMedicus co-founder Dr. Sam Hooper and Mr. Anthony Kool have each sold 1 million shares in the company, representing less than 4% of their respective shareholdings. And Telex Pharmaceuticals has received FDA approval for the expanded use of its elusic kit, allowing physicians to select patients with metatastic prostate cancer for therapy. Good news there for them. In economic news, the ABS reported the country's unemployment rate fell, fell to 3.5% in February. The employment increased by about 65,000 people and the number of unemployed people decreasing by 17,000 people. That means the participation rate crept up a little bit. And the ANZ Bank's economics team is still calling for two more rate increases after the latest Labor report. Uh, And New Zealand's economy contracted by more than expected in the final three months of 2022. And the RBNZ, that's the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, will raise the official cash rate, the OCR, by 25 basis points next month some good news coming out of china today though new home values climbed 0.3 percent in february after policy easing sales also rose in february for the first time in 20 months and a record this is very interesting 7.7 million people in china took the civil service exam this year which has more than 200,000 government jobs. This is a very prestigious thing to work for the government. And the high youth unemployment gives no surprise to the fact that 7.7 million people applied. Most of the questions are on President Xi and his thinking and his strategy. Multiple choice. Um, In Europe, of course, tonight is all about the ECB decision with Christine Lagarde. The consensus pre-Credit Swiss, or should they be called Debit Swiss, uh, was for 50 basis points. But now the Debit Swiss rescue package from the central bank, uh, which will enable them to borrow up to 50 billion Swiss francs from the Swiss National Bank. That is an awful lot of Toblerone. Anyway, that is probably enough to stave off the executioner for a while. Having said that, I just watched an interview with the head man at the Saudi National Bank. And all along, they have said they will not go above 9.9% for their shareholding in Credit Swiss. There are too many regulatory hurdles to jump through if they were to do that. They have said that all along since they bought their holding in October. So the fact that they did not support Credit Suisse or Debit Swiss uh, by buying more shares is not because they don't like the business model up because they're not allowed to effectively so that's something to bear in mind um, barney frank unfortunately has uh, been defending his role at the signature bank which went bust last week he said he needs to make money uh, barney was the co-author of the dodd frank act apparently a man has to eat and sam bankman freed is said to have taken at least 2.2 billion from ftx entities and the uk budget offers nine billion pounds in business tax breaks and surprise pension boost. If you have a UK pension that you are eligible for, I suggest you contact the UK government as soon as possible to get that in train, something I have done myself. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And of course, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again, hopefully being a Friday. We might get a little bit of stability and a little bit of buying back in the market, but we shall see, as they say, anything can happen, so let's be careful out there.